Are you ready to realize the true potential in your life and help others do the same? Get equipped to create a thriving future with the Secrets of Success podcast. Inspire others to live, lead, and work on purpose. And experience the joy of watching satisfaction and productivity come to life. And now, here's your host, Dr. Ken Keyes. Welcome to Secrets of Success podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Keyes. Well, several things going on, announcements, little tidbits, little sort of strategies before we get into the core of today's podcast for you. Uh, a special announcement, uh, CRG is moving. We have been able to secure our own property, our own office in a brand new building. And so a lot of things have to happen before it all comes together, but it's going to unfold for a move somewhere around the end of March, 2018. So we thank you everybody who has supported CRG over the last 30 years. It's your support that's allowed us to do it so that we can kind of get our own space, make our own improvements, and we will have you over. We will just be listening to those announcements and it's been in the works for several months. And so just want to announce it here. It is confidential, so don't tell anybody, haha. <laughs> so thank you for all your support. And we will let you know more where, what, all those things in the coming weeks and months uh, so that you can be part of, I'm sure, we will have an open house to have you over. A couple other things when you think about, I grew up on a dairy farm. And some of you know that story and says, hey, what are you doing being a professional speaker? And here you are, uh, you know, not on a farm anymore. However, I was privileged where my brother, after many years, says, listen, uh, Ken, I need your help. We need a driver to haul silage. And so last week, for a whole day, from morning till evening, I was busy driving and working on the farm, and I just loved it. Now, the open cab, the sun in my uh, face, the wind in my hair, whatever the case is. And I said, you know what? Uh, there was just a couple of hesitations and moments when you're running around uh, on the road with 20 tons of equipment. Uh, but that very quickly left me and just very much enjoyed it. So you know what? Our roots, our heritage, uh, it just encouraged each of you to kind of go back to that and touch base there. And it was really nice to be asked by my brother. It was also uh, nice to be able to serve my family. And we've talked about that before, where serving others in volunteering for others is actually makes you feel good. And that's certainly what occurred for us. Now, on another front, on another front, a special insight or a special product that we discovered just in the last couple of weeks. I've talked about this many, many times, but one of my colleagues who has been kind enough to endorse our book, Deliberate Leadership, is Marshall Goldsmith, who is the author of Triggers, one of the number one best business books ever. And I've um, had the pleasure of interviewing him on this show a few months ago. But uh, what's happened, just what I want to let you know, is one of the, one of the chapters in my book, The Quest for Purpose, uh, talks about you can't succeed without structure. In Brendan Bouchard's new book talking about high-performance habits, he talks about how people every morning really need to look at questions and benchmark themselves in terms of these questions or really these intentional behaviors. Well, I'm uh, pleased to announce that Marshall has put up for free on his site called triggersdigital.com his daily questions. Did I do my best to find meaning? Did I do my best 
to set goals? Did I do my best to fulfill those goals? And then he has a customization side where you can go online and add whatever questions that you want and it will track your responses. I mean, all the research is clear and Marshall's Goldsmiths, which was with over 1400 individuals, is that when people had active tense goals, did I do my best? And then whatever that is to eat healthy, sleep well, whatever the case is, is their productivity improved? The one thing that he also acknowledged in that research is that there was never a negative effect. So we're implementing it at CRG as our team. I am now downstreaming it to my clients and encouraging them. And now you, I just want to let you know that it's there. Triggersdigital.com. Go online and start doing the daily questions. Now I did mine in Excel, but this uh, online sort of app through your computer, it's not an app on your phone quite yet, is then you will be able to track everything, put all the questions in there, do it as a team, and start really anchoring yourself. If, if this is important to me and I'm not doing it, what does that mean? What do I need to shift? So a little sidebar, but just a very, very uh, important sort of opportunity to be able to embrace that. And thank you, Marshall Goldsmith, for making that available to everybody. He's just been somebody who's been accessible, who I've had a chance to meet in person, and again, is rated one of the number one executive coaches in the world. One of the things that we just finished doing uh, this week was uh, completing an article called The Cost of Conceit. And, you know, we talk about what we should be doing, but there's also traps. There's also <clears throat> behaviors that hinder people from being successful in life. Now, we all can get into these traps from time to time. And uh, I just want to go over some of these traps or some of these behaviors that will hinder your success in life. And so one of those areas is conceit arrogance, or some people call it superiority. And uh, it's interesting, you know, as you know, when we're a nobody, uh, maybe you're not going to feel that way, or maybe you do, or maybe you don't, or you know somebody that you've met. But one of the, the um, behaviors that can undermine our success in all contexts, I mean, that's at work, that's at home, that's with friends, is somebody who is arrogant. Now, arrogant individuals tend to think, now this is different than confidence because I did a podcast on confidence. Confidence is one's own confidence in one's own ability, your ability to have self-worth, your ability to have self-esteem in the context of what you bring. You don't need other people's approval. But arrogance or superiority or conceit is that I'm better than you, that somehow or other I need to look down on you that there is a person group that is not up to my standards. Now, I'm not talking about performance standards or you know, like customer service standards, but we're talking about personhood. In a lot of time, what occurs, and you see this happen in, you know, with uh, athletes, I do remember being speaking at an event, and at that event was a cousin of one of the San Jose Sharks. I won't say it who is. And uh, she said to me, she says, I can't even stand being around my cousin anymore. He thinks he's so great that he walks on water. He is this arrogant. And then she used some flowerly language or colorful language, if you want to call it that, over her cousin 
in who he had become and he had let this whole thing get to his head. You know, look at me, I'm an NHL star. And so, and what I'm going to suggest to you is that that's not what got those people there. It's not what got us to our level or you to your level. It wasn't around feeling superior. It wasn't around arrogance. It wasn't around conceit. And the fact is, is that in many cases, what got you there won't get you, you know, keep you there if you change your mindset, if you start moving out of humility, if you start moving out of serving others, helping others, and having this mindset of servant leadership in whatever context it is, and you're starting to think about how much better you are, then uh, you are going to undermine your success. And in fact, what happens, the fall comes. Because who wants to support you? Who wants to be around you? The other thing that can happen when you think about people who are arrogant is that um, they then move in this place where they think that they don't need any feedback, they don't need any other points of view, and it's just their point of view. Now, many shows ago, I talked about where getting unsolicited feedback and listening to the voices of social media will destroy your life. And it's not recommended. That's not what I'm talking about. If you are doing a, um, an excellent job or if you want to grow, when do we stop growing? When do we stop getting feedback from advisors that we trust? So it's really talking about getting feedback from people that you trust or getting different points of views or diff diverse points of views is that if you are... God's gift to everybody, God's gift to the information, then we know what is going to happen from there, it, that there will be a fall. So not only you know, do you think you're better than somebody else, but there's this other part of it where I, you know, I don't need other people right now because I am just so freaking amazing. Sorry, the language strong, but I get kind of worked up about it. The other one is, and this is where you see this happen in some stars, where I said, oh, by the way, um, you know, when I come to work, the trailer needs to have this rose, that water, this water at this temperature. Is that because I've done this, you automatically deserve people's compliance, admiration, uh, that, you, you know, because of who you are, is that they need to put you on a pedestal. Excuse me. Get out of the way is that if we really want to reach people, if we want to be authentic, if we want to be listened to, is that I am not better than you. And uh, just because I walk in the room doesn't mean everybody needs to kneel. Now, the queen is a little bit different where she has that role. But do you, when we have monarchy that is accessible, and that's why Princess Diana was so popular way back when, is because she was the people's queen. She didn't think she was better than anybody else. She wasn't part of this superiority part or thought. The other one is, is that, you know, you know, regardless of who we are, regardless of how accomplished we are, we are going to have some failures. And so we need to take responsibility and not get in this position where it's everybody's fault. Now that's blaming, but sometimes what happens is highly accomplished people stop taking responsibility for their contribution to an event. Because look at who I am, look at all I've done, so I couldn't possibly make a mistake. 
And so I just want to suggest that we not get into that format, that that is an area that is very destructive and it's not very building. I, I, I have to be careful how I tell the stories, but just have um, had a client many years ago who um, had an individual who had built a very, very successful company, but really had become quite arrogant or superior towards you know what? I can't hire anybody who's smarter than me. I'm the smartest person in the room. You know, if you're the CEO, if you're the leader of the company and you are constantly the smartest person in the room, then your company will never be bigger than you. You will never have the quality of ideas coming into the group if your ideas are always the best or you think that they are the best. So let that go. That's a destructive habit. It is something that will undermine you. It is something that you really will be, uh, you know, beware of that for sure. Item number two is kind of interesting. When we think about success in life, and I know that Marshall, again, talked about it in one of his books, Triggers, but he also talked about it in some of his previous books. And that is the Western society is that when I get there, I will be satisfied. And so the research is showing is that if I'm going to be successful in life, then how can I actually be satisfied in the moment? In other words, be in the zone, be joyful, be happy right now, but at the same time have a vision, have an expectation, have a dream of where I want to go. So I can't always be dissatisfied. And one of the things that can happen with us is that if I get into uh, constant dissatisfaction, then when are you gonna feel fulfilled? So what Marshall was talking about in his book, which is the Western disease, you know, when I get out of high school, then, then I'll be happy. No, 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 when I finish university, then I'll be happy. No, no, when I get my first job, then I'll be happy. No, when I have my marriage or get married or have a meaningful relationship with somebody, then that is when I'm gonna be happy. No, when I have my first child and my family, that's when I'm happy. No, when my child then moves out, no, then when I retire. So the we, we know that, we're, we're aware of this sort of dysfunctional thinking, is how can I actually, you know, this is what uh, Oprah was talking with Eckhart Toller about 10 years ago or eight years ago, is be here now. How can in this moment, can we have satisfaction? And so I put together a inspirational model or a motivational model in my book, The Quest for Purpose. I haven't talked about it before, but I'm gonna reference it right now. And what it is, is we're talking about, we have two continuums. And those continuums talk about, uh, you know, how happy am I? And the other one is, what's my vision? And so the, the key here, and I'm just looking for that exact uh, sort of grid here. Okay, I found it. Thank you. Is that each one of these contributions, meaning am I in a state of happiness? Am I a state of joy? Am I in a state of satisfaction or not? And number two is do I have clarity of my future vision? Now we talked about that in a previous podcast about having a dream, having a vision. And so let me just go through the, the quest inspirational or motivational model. And let's just talk about how this contributes to your well-being as we think about these habits, and it links back to this trap is, if I'm never satisfied, then 
I'll never get there. So how can I in the moment, meaning, okay, I came second in this tournament. Oh, I'm disappointed. I'm crying. Uh, yes, I know you're not happy with the outcome, but can you be satisfied that you became you came second in the world? Can you be satisfied in that moment that you did your best at that moment? And yes, you have a goal to go quicker, further, faster, grow your business, expand your business, whatever it is. But can we be happy in the moment? And it's interesting. This is one of the things that I need to work on. So an emotional state or condition. So let's just think about it. Am I a state of happiness or joy? So if I'm not in a happiness of, or a state of happiness or joy, and the second item is clarity or vision, and I have no vision, then we know that the emotional state that those two conditions create is negative or a toxic spirit. Because I'm always complaining, and I'm not, I don't know what to do about it. I have no vision. So that is uh, an individual who really, it's got the, the negative of both sides. First of all, they're never happy. And second of all, they have no idea where they're going. So don't be one of those. The next state is what we call the status quo as laissez-faire is they're happy at the moment, which is what we're talking about. Can you be satisfied? But they have no vision about where they're going. They have no clarity about what they want to become, what they want to do, who they want to hang out with. And so, yes, they are happy at the moment or they have this satisfaction. But the status quo is really not invigorating to move them forward. The next state is I have a vision, but I'm never satisfied and never happy in the moment, which is what was this section of the podcast that we we're talking about, this research around people always being dissatisfied no matter what. You know, so let's say I become a millionaire. Well, if I want more money, then I need two million. And then when I have two, I need three. And so this is where sometimes people get this confusion over uh, rich individuals never being happy. Well, it's really uh, thinking around satisfaction where they have this continuous pressure on themselves to not be joyful in the moment. And so if I have a, a vision of the future, but I am never happy in the moment, then that is a constantly stressed individual. And that is going to affect your life at all levels. You are not going to be a joy to be around. And then the final state in my model that we want people to go to, which is what we're talking about this other research, is that if I'm optimistic and in the zone or in the flow, and here's what we mean by that. At this moment, I'm doing my best and I'm satisfied with my best and I'm happy my best and I'm joyful at my best. Now, there is some debate over the words joy and happiness. Happiness, in some author's side, is happenings, meaning I need a certain construct or a certain set of events for me to be happy. Joy, on their hand, is a choice that no matter what's going on, I am going to choose my response internally. Maybe I didn't win that bid, but I'm still going to choose that I did my best and I am going to be satisfied for my best. The next part in that is that not only am I satisfied, but I have clarity of my vision. I know where I'm going. When you know where you're going and when you're happy and joyful in the moment, that is when you're in the zone. That is when you're in the flow because you're not have these negative toxic feelings because you didn't 
come first in the triathlon. He came second. Yes, you said, you know what? I could have done better, but I am very satisfied and happy with the work that I did this time. But my goal for the future is to come first without having this beat up yourself and destroying yourself as part of that process. So keep that in mind. So number one is you're not superior, you're not arrogant, you're not conceited. And I just wrote an e-zine on that. And you can look back on one of my newsletters on that. And satisfaction is can I be in the moment satisfied with the level if I did I bring my best? And then the last one is, is where we talk about are you doing the habits or are you neglecting the things that got you there, the disciplines, the, um, the work? I, I'm, I know when I think about our garden in the back, so we, we have a, we like to be off the grid and we have a garden. So the, uh, if we don't weed on a regular basis, and that's mostly Brenda's job, then guess what? Then the weeds are going to grow. Now, let's say you weeded two weeks ago. Well, uh, even though it's fall here in Vancouver and we're moving into a different season, if I don't continue to weed, then I'm gonna have weeds take over my garden. So am I, am I changing my habits? Because I got there, because you know what? Here, the garden's growing now, everything's kind of happening. I'm picking some uh, vegetables. Maybe you have some kale. Maybe I have some tomatoes. Maybe you have some carrots. But that doesn't mean that I don't, that I stop and neglect what got me there. Do I stop my workout? So now I won the weightlifting championship or Mr. Universe. So Arnold won Mr. Universe. And I want to win next year. Do I stop working out? No, no. Have you ever watched these uh, CrossFit movies that are on Netflix? These guys come back and they work harder than they ever did before. Is that you can't stop or neglect your garden. You can't stop those things that got you there. Now, it shouldn't be a burden. It's an enjoyment. These are things that you now sort of entrench there. But to think that I've made it and I don't have to keep doing what I used to do, meaning, okay, I, I get good. Now, this is linked to superiority. And now I neglect or I avoid the people or the relationships that got me there, the mentors that helped me, the, the support, the coaches, the uh, experts, the wisdom, the support groups, the networking groups, whatever it is, am I continuing down that path? Do I, did I stop doing what got me there? And so my encouragement as I had started in the beginning of this show is that to develop the habits, to confirm and continue the habits that are most important to you, that are critical to your success, then use the app that Marshall Goldsmith has put free online called Trigger, TriggersDigital.com. And so make sure that, uh, yes, it is Triggers, plural, T-R-I-G-G-E-R-S, digital, D-I-G-I-T-A-L.com. Go in there, create your account, your free account, and create the questions, the daily questions, and that reminds you every day through email to complete the questions. It takes me probably about 15 to 30 seconds to respond to the 20 questions, 22 questions that I have. And if you've now achieved a certain area that is consistently being implemented, then take that question maybe away and add another one. And here's... Marshall, who created this whole um, 
passive sort of question format. Did I do my best? And he gets and pays somebody to ask him his questions every day because he knows it's so difficult to change. It's so important to change. Now, maybe here's a little challenge for you because we were talking about courage last month. If these are uh, maybe not ruts that you got into or problems that you've gotten into, so you, you haven't let arrogance get into your space, you are satisfied with your work in the moment, and you're not neglecting what got you there, then my encouragement to you is, is do you know other people where they've let this happen? Is Do you have some individuals where uh, you can bring your confidence, you can bring your feedback to them to be able to help them to see that they were maybe going away from those things that got them there. You know, so it's so easy to kind of get in a rut. It's so easy to get into some of these bad habits. There's a lot of the, that stuff that's out there right now. And so my encouragement is, is that you just kind of filter through it. You know, you know, I don't need to tell you, you know about all the things that are possible for you. Now, just a reminder, I mean, one of our gifts, one of the things that Sergi does in my opinion as well, or uh, better than most, is provide you tools and resources to get clear on who you are. Not to feel that superiority, but to feel that confidence. If you have not completed the personal style indicator or the values preference indicator or the wellness or leadership, then I encourage that you would consider that today. That this is a way for to take you to the next level. And the other thing for those professionals that are listening <clears throat> is... You know, the personal style indicator was birthed out of our frustration in our concerns with other tools like DISC or Myers-Briggs or True Colors or uh, other ones that are out there. And so we, in our design, decided to address the concerns or the deficiencies we felt were in in some of those other tools. And so my encouragement is, is that if you've used some of these other tools and you were frustrated or you want to have a fresh approach for your team, your organization, for you, then consider the personal style indicator as something that is an upgrade, something that will take you to the next level. And then we do have a white paper or videos about the unique design elements. And, you know, really Dr. Anderson, who created the first version of this, he created it for his students. It was for, wasn't even going to publish it, but it was so well received, so well designed. Here we are nearly 40 years later, uh, having the personal style indicator available in 12 languages around the world you know, Chinese, French, Spanish, German, um, English, that uh, we really have had the honor and pleasure of transforming people's lives through that self-knowledge to take themselves to the next level. You know, as I close, if you find what we're doing of value, if this is changing lives, we just very much appreciate if you would pass this on, share it, like it, leave some positive comments. What were the insights that you found were most of most value for value for you today. You know, thank you as always for giving us the most valuable thing that you have, your time, and for listening to Secrets of Success podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Keys. Thanks for exploring the secrets of success with us. If you want to keep the momentum going, log on to crgleader.com. Scroll to the bottom and sign up for our inspirational emails. You can also take your success to the next level by following us on Facebook and Twitter and connecting with Ken on LinkedIn. 
We hope you have a great week and look forward to you joining us next time for the Secrets of Success podcast with Dr. Ken Keyes.